Welcome to the Apologia Podcast, the audio-only archive of the Apologia YouTube channel. Note that some content was designed to go with visuals, but the imagination can be a powerful thing. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider giving it a 5-star rating on the podcast app you're using now to help us reach more people. Or, since this endeavor is ad-free, consider going a step further and supporting us for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash But for now, let's get to the episode. Part of the Just a Bite series, posted November 30th, 2022, titled Top 10 Atheist Comic Characters. In Relevant Magazine's definitive ranking of Christian superheroes, we learned that the Jesus League is rocking the likes of niche players Bible Man, Bible Girl, and Larry Boy from VeggieTales, but also stalwarts from Marvel Comics Daredevil and Captain America. No idea why one-issue wonders Captain Salvation and Faithwalker were on this list when X-Wing's Nightcrawler isn't there, or Jesus himself. Jesus has at least 15 appearances as a DC Comics character, and more than that in Marvel Comics. But the existence of the Wear Their Faith on Their Capes list begs the question, in shared universes filled with demons and small-g gods, who would be so bold as to deny the existence of deity? This is the Top 10 Atheist Comic Book Characters, and we're counting it down right now. Most comic characters exist as religiously ambiguous, and while the villains seem to operate as though God consideration does not apply to them, for our list, we're looking for characters who explicitly express disbelief. We're also restricting the list to characters who debuted in a comic book. So real-world atheists who have appeared in comics like Karl Marx, H.P. Lovecraft, Frederick Nietzsche, Stephen Hawking, or Douglas Adams, aren't eligible. But that does bring us to our first honorable mention. Atomic Robo is the creation of naturalist-leaning Nikolai Tesla, and spent the 20th century on science-themed adventures alongside the likes of non-theist Carl Sagan. Co-creator Brian Clevenger recently affirmed to me that Robo himself would be an atheist. But as the character has not expressed this on the page, and his mechanical nature might confuse some definitions, I'll just say that Eisner-nominated Atomic Robo is the best science-themed, skeptic-minded comic that you've probably never heard of. My second favorite holder of the mantle of Robin is another honorable mention. Tim Drake became a hero not out of misfortune nor genetics, but out of sheer intellect and a heart to serve. Now operating under the alias Red Robin, his personal losses brought him face-to-face with the problem of evil. In Red Robin number 22, he revealed, When the world was in crisis, I prayed. I heard only silence. So I confessed my sins and realized I had none. In Action Comics number 894, Superman nemesis Lex Luthor tells Death herself that I've always been an atheist. Believers always seem to me to be declining their responsibilities. Reed Richards, leader of the Fantastic Four and smartest man in the Marvel Universe, has been portrayed in the past as nominally Christian, referencing the Garden of Eden as historical during the Ultron saga. But in Daredevil number 9, Matt Murdock asks Reed if there's a god. I won't definitively say yes, because I haven't discovered one absolute being who created everything, but I won't say no either because what I have experienced shows me that there is a life beyond this one. But in Fantastic Four number 5 AU, Reed's goodbye message to his children is, there is no God, there is no heaven, there is no hell. Tough to pin him down. The last honorable mention goes to Lily Mirko, 
protagonist in Red 5 Comics' Neozoic and Neozoic Trader's Gambit, the series I wrote that kicked off my own deconversion. This dinosaur slayer by day is the daughter of her town's high priest and actively rejects religion in all forms. My original plan for Lily was to have her eventually return to the gods, but as it stands, she's a pretty great skeptic, and she will now forever remain that way. For some reason, the series is crazy expensive on Amazon, but you can still get cover price copies directly from the publisher, linked in the description. Now, on to the list. Coming in at number 10 is Walking Dead's creepy man with a mullet, Eugene Porter. Amidst all the religious imagery of the series, Eugene's pragmatic intellectual approach to everything carries over to theistic appeals. Believing that God is inside of you, guiding you, and knowing that he has a plan for all of us, is that so hard? It's absurd. Eugene is somewhat unique in this list in that the character is non-heroic. Not villainous like Kevin Sorbo in God's Not Dead, but self-preserving in ways that make sense. He's neither cartoonly evil nor implausibly good. When we meet him, he's alive only because he's been lying to people about his identity. At the same time, he exhibits empathy and grows to a leader, at least in the comics. I stopped watching the show a while ago. At number 9 is D from Rat Queens by Image Comics. Writer Curtis Weeb pitched this Eisner-nominated, Glad Media Award-winning series as Lord of the Rings meets Bridesmaids. Among the D&D campaign-inspired party was D, an atheist cleric. She was once a high priestess of the flying squid god in Rygoth, but lost her faith and left the village. The first volume in particular features D having post-deconstruction deconversion conversations of confusion, conflict, and loss with parents, family, and a spouse who are still in the faith. These remain unique and rare in high-profile comics, and I more than suspect that they were inspired by Weeb's departure from his own faith tradition. The series was hampered with real-world controversy as it went on, but the work itself holds up strong, and is worth a look in my opinion. At number 8 is Marvel Comics' Dr. Hank Pym, the genius inventor of Pym Particles, the technology that shrinks and enlarges Ant-Man, and enabled the time travel rescue plan in Avengers Endgame. On screen, Hank is portrayed by Michael Douglas, including Ant-Man Quantumania coming soon. He debuted in comics a full 60 years ago in Tales to Astonish number 27, and has always been a disciple of science alone, something he articulated to Eric O'Grady, the third and least popular Ant-Man, in 2010's Ant-Man and Wasp number 2. I've seen a lot of things in my life, Aliens, alternate realities, the birth of universes, wonderful, amazing things. All those things, Eric, have a firm basis in science. Science is my god. I shall have no other gods before it. Thor and Hercules don't prove the existence of the god, nor of an eternal resting place for the soul. Number seven is from Alan Moore's masterpiece, The Watchman. The troubled, ruthless, alarmingly quotable vigilante, Walter Kovacs, a.k.a. Rorschach. He's unique on this list in that he is a black-and-white-thinking, moral-absolutist, anti-liberal nationalist. Traits more closely associated with Christians than atheists, at least in America. Maybe that's why the movie didn't go as far on his God denial. See, Dr. God didn't kill that little girl. Fate didn't butcher her. Destiny didn't feed her to those dogs. God saw what any of us did that night. He didn't seem to mind. 
men on I know. God doesn't make the world this way. We do. One could argue that movie Rorschach was some kind of deist, but the same scene in the comic is more clear. There is nothing else. Existence is random. Has no pattern save what we imagine after staring at it too long. No meaning save what we choose to impose. This rudderless world is not shaped by vague metaphysical forces. It is not God who kills the children, not fate that butchers them, or destiny that feeds them to dogs. It's us. Only us. At number six, we have Shuri, Princess of Wakanda, Master of Science and Technological Prodigy. This entry is going to have minor spoilers for Wakanda Forever. So if you haven't seen that movie yet and are sensitive to such things, just hit next chapter to jump to number five. We get hints that Shuri eschews the ways and beliefs of her Wakandan heritage. We have watched with disgust as your technological advancements have been overseen by a child. Who scoffs at tradition. But the opening line of Wakanda Forever makes her disbelief in gods and the supernatural central to the film's themes. Please allow me to heal my brother of this illness, and I will never question your existence again. She does not think her brother lives on. The presence that you felt was just a construct of your mind. Brought on so you could feel some comfort or joy. And the gods fail to respond when she shows some hope and faith. I did everything I was supposed to do. I recreated the hell. Okay. Adjusted your stupid ritual and for what? Relax. Why didn't they go for me? Wherever her story arc ultimately ends up, the heart of Shuri's character is that of a skeptic. Down to the top five, and we've got the character I most closely identify with personally. Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Hulk. It's not because he's brilliant. It's... That's my secret, cat. I'm always angry. Hulk's theistic stance is laid out in Incredible Hulk number 622, where Hera affirms, You don't even believe in God. He's an atheist in the comics. In the films, one of Hulk's most memorable lines is, Puny God. But it's fair to say that Puny God has a lowercase g. In 2013, DC's Vertigo imprint published Punk Rock Jesus by author-illustrator Sean Murphy. Set in the near future, a corporation creates a clone of Jesus from DNA from the Shroud of Turin and raises him on air in a reality TV show called J2. But the clone Chris Fairling grows up to be an angry teenage atheist. Well, full-blown anti-theist, as he sparks a global crusade to bring down all organized religion and corporate greed at the same time. Not only is the art and writing sharp and brilliant, the social commentary on Christian nationalism and religious trauma seems even more on point now than then. It's for mature readers, but I highly recommend. Amazon link in the description. For number three, we hit up Watchmen, one of the greatest series of all time, for a second entry on the list with Dr. Manhattan whose powers make him as close to a capital G god as might be possible on a purely naturalistic framework. He's invulnerable, can telekinetically manipulate any matter at subatomic levels to the point of forming worlds, creating life, or transforming his own form. He has vast knowledge and can manipulate time, experiencing every instant simultaneously. 
then would you say, as so many claim, that you are in fact a god, given that you see the past and future simultaneously? I can only see my own past, my own future. I am not omniscient. Still, Dr. Manhattan is an atheist. She says I am like a god now. I tell her I don't think there is a god. And if there is, I'm nothing like him. The HBO series leaned into this aspect of his character even further. Heaven is from 10. Before Uncle Joe was born, he was nowhere. Didn't exist. Then he was a baby. Then he was a child. Then he was an adult. Then he died. Now he's nowhere. Again. Nowhere. Christians may be prematurely claiming Captain America, but atheists definitely have the other half of the Marvel Universe Civil War, Tony Stark, Iron Man himself. I am Iron Man. He lays out his position clear as day in Iron Man number one. And God? Oh, me and gods. I mean, I've met a few, and I still don't believe in them. We're almost at the end, and maybe you've seen a pattern here. Nearly all the characters we've spoken of today are written as having world-class intelligence. In fact, if you look at the characters most often identified as the most intelligent characters in the Marvel Universe, nearly all are explicitly atheists. Depending on your perspective, you might feel affirmed that atheism is seen as a character trait closely associated with high intelligence. It's a trope. On the other hand, I'm somewhat sad that there isn't more representation of disbelief among normal characters. It's not a hyper-rare thing to be. That said, how could I possibly complain about any list that associates me with our number one atheist comic book character, Bruce Wayne himself, Batman? From 2018's Batman number 53. Do you believe in God, Bruce? Yes, that's just it. I used to. My father was a Christian. He held hollow the immortal soul, heaven, the father, and the son, giving your will to your God, trusting him with that will. He wanted me to believe too, but he wanted me to come to it on my own. We went to church. He told me all the stories, talked a lot about what we can control and what we can't. Later, after, I was upset. I put aside believing in a deity or believing in anything my father thought had saved him. I really couldn't see that anything had saved him. But wait a minute, some will say. Didn't Bruce Wayne actually become a god a few years before that issue? Well, he was nicknamed Bat-God during the 2015 Justice League's Dark Side War. Bruce sat upon the Morbius chair to become basically omniscient. All the knowledge of the multiverse was available to him. But again... This made Batman a small g-god, like Thor and Darkseid and others in the comics. But if Bruce had all the knowledge of the multiverse in his brain, then a few years later still professes that he doesn't believe in deities, who are we to question Batman? Okay, and that's the list. Personally, I'll put these top 10 comic atheists up against the Christian heroes list any day. But what do you think? Did I order these wrong? Did I leave anyone off? Let me know in the comments. And let me know if you'd like to see more of these lists in the future. Be sure to subscribe to be notified when that happens. There's another great apology video on screen now for you to tap on. And I'll see you over there. Later.